Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. Rich Relationship Podcast, episode number nine, Relationship Roles, Decision-Making, and Responsibilities Stay in your lane. Man, these titles that you be coming up with, I was thinking about that. I was like, well, when you originally said stay in your lane, I was like, what, what, stay in your lane? Does it sound like a conflict about Are we a car? Does it sound like a conflict about to happen? Or it's like argument it's a parking lot. Well, why did you pick stay in your lane? Because I think it's important for us to understand that everyone has things that they're good at. And you need to find out what that is and stay in your lane. And we're going to be talking about that next on this episode, Rich Relationship Podcast. Let's go to the show. Okay. So we're talking about staying in your lane. And when you came up with this title, the first thing I thought about after we kind of dialogued and talked about what the kind of overall topic was going to be on, was talking about staying in your lane as far as when you have to make decisions in relationships and roles now where you used to be an individual and now you have come together as two, the two people, shall be one the two shall be one now and how do you do that yeah, and and before we go into some of the details i gotta tell a story about how this kind of we had this epiphany don't I, you you're laughing <laughs> i'm gonna turn you down so don't turn you, me down don't turn me all down. right well and I, and I thought about we started our very first salon that you opened well, I should say we opened, mm-hmm. was in Texas, and we had got through. But that the, wasn't the first. The first one was in Germany. Okay, Germany. But when we got to Texas and we were living in San Antonio, this is a time we, we decided to go all in into a, your actual brick and mortar building, your own thing, out of, yeah. out of the house and everything. But And we found a place. We secured the place. We already and had it actually all. actually was in Louisiana Bank. Okay. Yeah. Well, with Louisiana, but we this is the... Oh, yeah, it was Louisiana. My bad, my bad. Yeah, my bad. It was Louisiana, my my correction. So we found a place, secured it. It was nothing but God how we got the building. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, the so this is the first time we actually had to do the renovations and everything. And and we kind of handy. So we were doing all this stuff all ourselves. You're really good at the decorating and stuff. So we were doing it. And I remember we were at each other in conflict constantly about every little decision that had to be made about color scheme even the name of the building or even though it was your building or in your your business and it's a we we do everything together right we do. so we're we're partnered into everything so i thought i had a say in what, <laughs> what the name of the shop gonna be even though it. even though i wasn't gonna be i was the the, the maintenance guy the handyman guy Sometimes your shampoo assistant. Yeah. So I was kind of our angel investor. So so actually doing all those things. But we were in conflict or having problems with just getting this place open. Everything from where the bowls are going to go to the cup. But the one that stood out was the paint. Yes. We had decided uh, Renee is the design type. She has very giftings in those things. She does all the graphics for everything that we do, which is great. So she's the artistic one. So we do when I remember talking, I said, what's the colors going to be? And you said green, camel brown and blue. 
Y'all, I looked at that. I could not see this. And so guess what? We started arguing about it. And I was like, oh, no, th- that ain't going to work. Now, I'm not artistic. I have no design <laughs> He's skills. He's the analytical one. I have no design skills and all that. But I was just so adamant about this. And I was like, I'm not seeing this. And we were, so we had a, a, a heated discussion. Yes, very a, heated. a conflict about it. And and I finally acquiesced and said, whatever. You know, kind of like just gave in and said, okay, this is where you're going to be working. But I just don't But see. it just felt like it was just. Tension. It, it felt like it was so much tension through the whole process. And. From that, we made a decision. It's like, okay, this is not working. We have got to come up with some... Because because of the way our personalities are, we both normally just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. But this is the part of the story, though, and and I'll get to it, was you told me the design that you wanted for the walls. Mm -hmm. You said, I see a, a checkerboard pattern on these walls, and... And this is if you visualizing this, this is about a, a say a, a 10 by 14 room squared off, perfectly square, just a typical room salon. And so but nothing's in it. It's a totally empty wall, empty room. We hadn't even put the mirrors or anything else up. But you said, I see a checkerboard pattern. And and I was like, OK, and I, maybe I didn't get to it fast enough. And I remember you just decided you were going to do this on your own. Yeah. So I had because I was still working a full time job. So I went to work. So Miss Renee decided she's going to go. And I, I see it in my I'm head. I'm not the um, I'm not the, uh, the measurement type. Yeah, person. I, I just see it in my head. I'm going to get it done. And I remember walking in and I seen paint everywhere. Y'all. I mean, it was on her, on the walls, <laughs> on the floor. I'm like, what are you doing? And so you told me and you were frustrated. Yeah. with the whole process and and that stuff didn't bother me so i said okay we finally took a breath and we said you know what we we got to figure something out and this is not a a a, a long drawn out process it's not like we sit down and went through a counseling session no. about it but we just started talking about it I said, okay and i said i remember saying what do you see and you just kind of explain what you've seen in your mind right and i said okay i got it and he got a measuring tape out and a ruler. And I got, I said, I got it, y'all. And I just grabbed, you know, the blue painter's tape that yes. you do for corners and edging and all that stuff. I measured off the walls. And so I measured off the wall, squared it up, did some quick calculations. And I said, okay, they need to be this size, this size, this size. And I started taping. Yes. And just like she has some in her mind, I seen this in my mind. And y'all just imagine a checkerboard pattern of blue tape all over this wall. Mm-hmm. So Renee left. I remember she had to go run some errands or something. You left. And and so I grabbed my I had my system already in my mind. So I grabbed my three cans of paint and three uh, individual paint pans. And I just started blue, green, brown, blue, green, brown. And Mm -hmm. just I just patterned it out. And and I remember you walking in and you just seen splotches of paint all over the wall and seeing the tape. And you were just like, oh, no. No, 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 no. And, and as she's in the middle of no, 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 I just start pulling off tape and you just see this checkerboard pattern emerge like an Arctic. Y'all, I was like Picasso. <laughs> it was awesome. And, and 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 we even got pictures of that, you yeah. know. But anyway, so that was something that we learned. But the, the, the reason why we tell that story is because that was just the, like the he was defi- adamant about the colors that I wanted were not going to work. 
I was adamant that his system wasn't going to work. Right. And so we had started something. And this is something that we do to this very day is we recognize you have strengths and I have weaknesses and vice versa. So just like Renee has this design capability and I have this analytical, logical way of thinking. We took those two and combined them and merged them together to create this beautiful looking salon. And we did the same thing throughout. And that was I remember us having that conversation. It was basically coming out to stay Stay in in your your lane. lane. So that's where the topic came from. The topic title of this show is staying in your lane, because when you're in your relationship with your partner, your spouse, your wife, your husband, your cousin, your your auntie, anybody that you are in a relationship with. You have to put some thought to it to say, what are my strengths? What am I good at? What am I doing? And and then also the other person has to give you that capability to be allowed to allow you to do those things that your strength and you're gifted in so everybody can benefit. You know, so we tell that story because that stay in your lane is one of our mantras that we still adopt to this day. So and it's it's easier for us to identify it now, you know, where situations come up and circumstances come up and we basically say you know what that's not Th- my lane that's not my lane and and vice versa and, and even I- we were doing this show well mm-hmm. now this is many years later we realized you know as far as coming up with the equipment i don't know any, and you just got some new equipment y'all new equipment in the house or well. in the closet <laughs> he just got some new equipment i don't know anything about any of these things that he uses because that's not my lane. Right. That's and, not my area. And and when you sit down and do the editing and when you sit down and do the graphics, the thumbnails that everyone sees when they go to the pages or when you go to download the show and which we are thankful for that everybody has been doing and, yeah, and listening thanks, to. Everyone. We appreciate that. It's that's your lane. Yeah. You know, so. and together. And so one of the I was looking, you know, we're doing getting prepared for this. And this is a part of what we do when we work with couples. We do. This is an area that we deal with them on helping them to understand roles and responsibilities. And this is not necessarily gender specific. No, it's really about you and your spouse sitting down or just not necessarily sitting down, but just over time identifying, hey, you're good at this. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not good at this. Right. And and really saying, well, since you're good at this, because I'll, I'll use an example. When we first got married, I was, I, I, I'm a numbers person. I like managing money. I like taking $5 and making it $500. That's just the way I'm wired. And so that was something, that was a role that I took on. You mean making the money stretch? Because if yes. you could take five into 500. Yeah, I was really good. I would be giving I'm, you about $50, I'm still $5 good at that. bills. No, no. <laughs> making money stretch. <laughs> and so a part of it is that, where for us, we grew up in, 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 in church and we were Christians and they always said that the man should take care of the money. Well, what if the man isn't good at taking care of the money? Mm-hmm. Or what if the woman isn't good at cooking? Right. What if the woman likes cutting the grass? And so a part of what this is, is it's going to look different in every home, in, in every, every family, relationship, yep. in every relationship. And so you can't allow outside forces to dictate your roles and responsibilities. That's going to be something that you two are going to have to do as individuals and really think about what makes our relationship work. And because one of the things that you have to always remember that at the simplest, most basic level, men and women are different. Yes, we are. I know that sounds like everybody's like, oh, I know that. Yeah. But when you really, really take time to think about that and the differences that we have and not just even how we carry about and go about doing things 
Even physically, men are physically stronger than women. I mean, mm -hmm. there's some things physically that you can do that I can't do. You know, so while it's not gender specific, you still have to not ignore the obvious. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it, it, it's kind of like you have to understand that while men and women are different, there are some things that we have in common and there's some things that we are, we both like to do certain things that we both don't like to do. I think about something as simple. How, think about how long we were married before I realized that you didn't like putting away groceries. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a little while. It that's that's a, while. a whole nother story yeah. because we'd go to the grocery store. And he would just disappear. I would bring the groceries in. Yeah. I would put them on the counter and then I was out. Yeah. But and, that was uncommunicated. And that was something that I didn't ever even talked about. And I didn't even assume you maybe didn't notice it. It was just something that was my role go get the groceries, load them in the car, take them out, put them on the shelf, put them on a counter. And my part was done. And it was never an issue because I just, some things, some roles and responsibilities are just naturally, they just occur. And then others, you do have to be more, let's talk about like when you get married and you have children, are you going to spank? Are you going to do time out? There are certain things you have to be willing to seriously talk about because if you don't talk about it, if you find that there's conflict with it, those are the areas you have to talk about. Because like for us, some of ours were never really defined. It just kind of naturally they happens. They worked themselves out. But when you go back and, and play the Monday morning quarterback or look back at how did we get to where we got to in this stage in our relationship, talking about just like you just used the example of disciplining the children. You know, most people would say the father is the disciplinarian. Well, what happens if the dad is it's deployed? Well, or it, especially in the military where I will be deployed a lot. You know, what you going to do? Save up all the punishments until he gets home. And the first thing he gets home, I haven't been around for a while. Now, all of a sudden, the only thing I'm doing is issuing out discipline. That's how the kids are going to see him as you only pop in or the only type of relationship I have with you is discipline. Where the same token is I have to allow you to sometimes carry that weight or that burden of doing those things. It's it's not my assignment. It's not your assignment. It's the thing it's a that responsibility. Needs, yeah, that has to be dealt with that we're talking about on this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast. We're talking about decisions, roles and responsibilities. And we title this show Stand in Your Lane. You know, so as you're talking about that, it's important that you take time to communicate and talk about it, it you cannot talk about it enough as far as all the way break it all the way down to like Renee just talked about in the very beginning of money right who's going to handle the finances right you know as who's far as on a, on a daily basis stay home? you know it and sometimes your situation may make you make certain decisions about well maybe we both have to work or maybe it's cheaper like in our situation there was a time where you stayed at home for a few years because it was cheaper than daycare than daycare because mm -hmm. it was just so costly. You were just working just to pay for daycare and we weren't getting ahead. So it was we sat down and like uh, looked at the numbers, looked at the situation and said, you know what? Yeah, it's maybe it's time. And and now and in today would have made and, and if and if I would have made more money than you would have. Right. Home. And, and that's what I was just kind of going towards where. In today's society, sometimes mom, a wife, makes more than husband, mm -hmm. you know, to where he has to stay home or it's more or feasible or it's more home. feasible in this situation for him to become house dad or right. home dad or, or, or stay at home to to be the, the primary child care provider. Right. Or, and so and and guys, 
are doing it in yeah. record numbers now. And, and doing a very good job at it. Because, you know, I am blessed. My husband can cook. He can clean. He can wash much better than me. Um, <laughs> he can do everything that I could do for Aaron. He could do for Aaron. Mm -hmm. And so that's a blessing. So I think a part of the reason why there was not a lot of conflict in this area of roles and responsibilities, because we both have servants' hearts and we both are hard workers. And so... I felt like anything that Gil would do, I was willing to do it as well. And I think that he would say the same thing. Anything I, you know, because he would always say, I can comb my hair, you know. It's it may just... not look as good, but, <laughs> you know, I can do that one ponytail. Yeah, and, and you always <laughs> say that braids were like jump rope. It's like mm -hmm. just twisting. And so a part of it is that you have to approach it. And, and I, I, of course, I have a scripture. Second Corinthians twelve nine nine says, but he says to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That to me is so powerful because I think a lot of times we forget about grace. Mm -hmm. You know, we always talk about love. We always talk about truth. But when I look at the think of the word grace, I think of it. What I think of grace is the stronger person lending their power to the weaker person. And so if you approach your relationships with seeing it through grace, not that you're better or you're smarter than, than them, than. you know, it's not less than, greater than, it's that who's the stronger mm -hmm. in any area? Who's the weaker in any area? Because a facet of your personality and your character is going to have strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And so when we can begin to see our weaknesses as a good thing, and realize, well, you know what? You got me. So I may not be good at that, but guess what? You are. But again, it goes back to being honest. Right. And you have to be mindful that we said it in, in the previous episode, the catchphrase, pay attention to, to the, the tension. tension. So if you find that there's tension that is kind of bubbling up in the relationship when certain situations area. come up, you may want to park there for a little while and say, why do we always seem to be in conflict when this particular topic, situation, circumstance arises, you know, to where maybe you haven't talked about whose responsibility in or is there a decision that needs to be made that you need to communicate and talk about? Because nine times out of 10, if there is a tension point there, that may be an indicator that you need to say, hey, let's talk about it. Let's sit there. Let's let's come to a mutually agreed upon decision about what's best in this situation or circumstance that's going to benefit us all as a family, you know, and, and that's very, very vital and important because you can just start looking at that thing that comes up and start, it can be, become a point of contention against your spouse the or the person and, that you're in a relationship right. with. You know, where you, you make it personal rather than mm -hmm. you realize it's just when you have more than one person in a relationship, there's going to be tension. There's going to be conflicts. But it's a matter of knowing that when you think of it from the perspective of I need to give this person grace mm -hmm. and grace doesn't mean you're giving them a pass. Grace means that you're saying I'm stronger in this area. So, you know what? I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Not. And, and to me, when you are doing something with the mindset of grace, you're not doing it to hold it over their head. You're not doing it to tell other people about it. You're basically, you're 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 basically just like the you know the exercise of people have to fall back, close your eyes and fall back. A per, a, uh, exercise of trust. It's trust, and to me that is the greatest to me visual example of what grace is. It's that I trust you enough to fall back, and 
you're you're strong enough to catch me without me having to say a word. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that that's what we have to think about in, in our relationship in, re, in regards to roles and responsibilities and staying in each other's, in our own lanes. Man, this is a, a good topic to actually kind of dialogue about that we're doing. But at this point, we want to go into the God wisdom. It's God, time. It's time. Oh, oh, I got to let you do your part. It's time. It's time. God wisdom. God question. That This is the to point in our show that we like to just kind of give some feedback and say thank you to all our listeners and the feedback that we've been getting. And, and it's coming, y'all. It's coming from all over, as you'll see today in our questions, because we got one all the way from Virginia. But... This is our Got Wisdom, Got Questions. And so what you got? Well, I want to first say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thanks to all of our listeners. Thank you, God, for providing this this awesome, awesome, awesome platform. Thank you for my husband who works a full-time job and still makes time for us to do this show because we love you all and we want to make sure that we're giving back and making sure that the things that we've learned will live on long after we're gone. Well, like people say, when you are doing something that you enjoy, it's not work. No. You know, so even as we, we talk about it, even when it's funny where yeah, you can work a full time and then when you come in, you may not want to jump into a studio and do a recorder show, but it's almost like it's an energizer. So it it's you an enjoyable, enjoyable time. So, so you were got wisdom, got question, what you got? Well, we have our Got Wisdom from Alabama, and her name is Tawana, and her last name is Smith, Uh and she has been married for 30 years. Wow. We just want to shout out to all of you guys who've been married. Anytime, any amount of time, but thank you, Tawana, for for even listening to the show and just providing some feedback. Appreciate it. Yes, thanks for your wisdom. So share her wisdom. Her wisdom is communication, communication. Oh, yeah, communication. (laughs) It is the key. We have grown in our relationship in so many aspects by keeping God first, honest communication, and a lifelong friendship is important. She says that you must like your your spouse maybe more even than you love them. Wow. And I thought that that was so beautiful. And so thank you, Tawana in Alabama. And what for I thought sharing your wisdom and, and what I'm sorry, not to mean to step over you. But what I thought was awesome in that that context that she said was the friendship was really awesome, because even after you've been married a while and to even think about friendship still being a factor or something that you think about, because you tend to see a friend different, you know, especially mm-hmm. when you've been married for a little while. Sometimes that would be the thing that kind of fades out. You don't think about them as in the context of a friend because you've been with them so long. Right. So I think that's awesome that she said that. So and thank I, you. I always because you know we always joke and say that we still like each other. Yeah, I still call you my girlfriend. Yeah, because mm-hmm. people don't realize that you can love someone, and you'll always say, "I understand you can love somebody and not like them." You can love someone and not like them. Mm. And so it is a gift when you get to like them. Right. And, so, and especially when they're your spouse. So yes, that's awesome. That's so thank you, Tawana. Thank you, Tawana. And and so the shout, oh, that's the God wisdom. wisdom. And the question came from? Jordan Cox. Hey, Jordy. She's our niece. We love her. And so from Virginia? Yes. And Jordan had a uh, few really good questions. But what's the one that you picked out this time? And so we're going to hear some other questions from her. But this question I'm gonna, that she asked was, what do you do when you're ready, when one person is ready to introduce their parents to the person they're dating and the other person is not? Mm. 
I thought that was a thought provoking. Very thought provoking. But what did you think about? I mean, why was it thought provoking to you? Well, I, first of all, in this generation, Jordan is a millennial, and for her to even see that that as something that's important, that says a lot about her parents, mm-hmm. and that because courting should be a family affair because your family is going to see things that you won't see. Mm. And so that's why I think that that whole idea of courting with your parents being a part of the process is it's for your protection. Why is that not important to the other person? You know, it might not necessarily have anything to do with you. Cause I said in one of the other episodes, because you spoke so highly of your mom, mm-hmm. I felt a little, you know, intimidated, intimidated or, or um, and inferior to introduce my parents, my mother, you to my parents. And so I think you need to really have the conversation right. and ask the person why they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all good dialogue because if there's some hesitation there, you know, that should be a yellow light. You know, not not necessarily a bad thing, but just a, a point of hmm. pay attention to the tension. Yeah. And it may not be any even any tension there, but it's just a one of those things of there's a hesitation there is why is it an issue? And you can never go wrong with asking why, you know, why for understanding is always acceptable when you question why, when you're challenging and all those things. That's where it can kind of run a little bit yeah, but if you're just trying like, to understand. Right. You're just trying to understand the other person's point of view. It could be a bad m- m- a bad experience with their own family or they just don't the parental thing just don't click with them or whatever but those are the types of things that you want to know because if you're at that stage where you're talking about meeting parents that usually is probably indicating that the relationship is continuing on and progressing down the road to becoming something more lasting and to maybe, one of the people yeah to, and it might could not be, be the same both you might you may not both right. have the same um idea of where the stage in the relationship is right and so we're answering these questions based on our own perspective but i think that's still uh, i appreciate jordan for even just sending the question in because that tells you that you're thinking about relationships and and you can never be too young to think about i think what would be considered serious topics and serious issues in a relationship because it is preparation for marriage it is that's what it's all about you know being equipped So we appreciate everybody with the Got Wisdom, Got Questions. And as usual, if you do want to send in Got Wisdom, Got Questions, you can always reach us on the website, uh, richrelationshipsus.com, or send it in via Gmail, which is richrelationship.us at gmail.com. So thank you guys again. Got Wisdom, Got Questions. Okay, so we're going to talk about two different bins. Um, We are going to talk about the thinker and we're going to talk about the doer and so i'm going to give you some pros and some cons some of the pros to the thinker is that a thinker is a person who is very very smart they're normally very blunt they're very curious they have great ideas and they're really really pay attention to detail Mm -hmm. that's some of the characteristics characteristics Mm -hmm. of a thinker some of the downsides to the thinker or cons mm-hmm. or the cons would be that they are not risk takers that they sometimes have great ideas that could really make a difference in their careers but because they think so much about it it stops them from from Execution. moving 
-hmm. from execution. Um, and they don't realize that, you know, thinkers pay so much attention to details that sometimes they be, lose focus of the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. So that's some of the um, pros to the cons okay. to the thinker. And then you have the doer. The doer is the person that's brave, they're persistent, they're hardworking, and they're generally happier than the thinker. Mm -hmm. But the cons. But the cons is that if you ask a doer to jump off of a cliff with a friend, more than likely the doer is going to take action and they're going to do that. Not thinking about the consequences, not thinking about the pain, not thinking about the effects of their quick reaction. So that's some of the, some of the cons of the thinker. And so when you think about who are you, you know, and of course you can't def the, the, describe a human being in just two, two, two categories. But it's just yeah. a matter of when you think about when you think about with the you combine those two together, mm -hmm. the thinker and the doer together, and they can create something beautiful. And so I think a part of it is not trying to be what you are not, but finding out what you are, and then finding that person that you can spend your life with building things that are beautiful together. And so I, I thought that it's, we should be both thinkers and doers. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. It's not to be one or the other, but to grow towards being a thinker and a doer. Because the Bible says, faith without works is dead. So we at some point have to take what we say we believe and do something with it. And so that's what just something to think about, just food for thought, something to kind of to better become aware of who you are and who you're not. And even as you were reading off those things and, and that's kind of where you would go into the inventory, like, is that me? I don't. And sometimes it may not be all just you in this one. You're not we're People are unique. Situations are not. We right. say a lot, but that means you can have multiple no. things. You can have certain characteristics of one and not be just totally just that one. So you don't necessarily have to fit into one profile. You may have some of the characteristics of... The things that we've accomplished is because we're not the same. Because right. if you, if we were both thinkers or we were both dreamers, then that would be very, very... Challenging. You're going to have some deficiencies there. You that, have the same weaknesses. Sure. You have the same strengths. And so I think the beauty of it, it's not so much opposites attract. It's just knowing the way you're bent mm -hmm. and beginning to develop that and to not try to be like the other person. Right. You know, it's to be you. Yes, some of the things in your relationship, you're going to um, adopt the your spouse's, some of their characteristics, characteristics but you still want to always be true to the way you're wired mm -hmm. because the other person needs you to be you right and you need them to be them because together you can accomplish something great because i think about just just even using this podcast you know we used to laugh for the salon we say we were beauty and the geek because you're it and i was in the beauty industry well that still we still have the creative and the technical mm -hmm. And so I think about all of your graphs and all of your mm -hmm. outlines and, you know, the equipment. We couldn't do this podcast right. without you. And, and the part that I think is important, even as we talk about the show and everything, was it's important that we try to not just bring the typical things. These are real conversations that we have and that we talk about and that we've just noticed over time, either with other couples or that topics that come up and just like this topic about roles and responsibility and decision making, you, there's tons and tons of great material out there about marriage and relationships and those types of things. But sometimes there are topics that need to be covered that are maybe not dove into or, or, or kind of 
just kind of smoothed over the surface or even just neglected altogether because these are it's so many complex parts to a relationships that there's I don't think there's any one book or one podcast or one show that could cover it all. You try to the Bible does. You're correct in that aspect. But this is one of those times where that's what we try to do with this show. Make it applicable. Right. Not just talk about a subject, but just give you some real life applications and things to even think about to say, hmm, okay, I'm aware of this now. How do we make decisions or how do we deal with our responsibilities and our roles in our relationships? You know? and, and are we? Because one of the things that I, I, I is important to me is that we show that the Bible is still very powerful and relevant, but it's also applicable. Because I think about even when we first got saved, our whole thing was, how do you make the Bible applicable? We want, you know, Gil's really big on memorizing scripture. And I remember his whole thing was, we need to know where things are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. We need to know where you believe something, well, where is that at? And so that's always been our heart is for the Bible, not just to be a book that's on the shelf in the closet somewhere, but that you can see how every facet of it lines up with life, but taking it and how do you walk it out? Right. You know, so I've always thought about grace as being just a biblical term. But really, grace is a relationship term. And and a good point that you talk about with it as it pertains to the show today that we're talking about, about uh, decisions, roles, responsibilities, and standing in your lane, there are going to be times and tension and points that come up that may be a point of tension about responsibilities or a decision that needs to be made that if you have to, ex- well, you sh- you may have to exercise some grace to that person you're in relationship with in order for it to be for a, a positive outcome to be produced, right. you know, and that grace is basically giving them the benefit of the doubt that they're not there to win over or get over or accomplish or be the victor in that particular decision or get their way if it's a decision that needs to be made or right. assume a responsibility. Maybe they're just not capable of as you, as well as you may be and that they just try to take it. Right. so to speak. And and so those are the, all the topics that you, you need to discuss and talk about. And as we always say on the show, when it comes to those relationships, personal assessment and really looking inward is the longest journey that you're ever going to take. And, and a part of being the best version of yourself with someone else is to be the best version of yourself by yourself. Hmm. Because, you know, there are single people who are listening to this show. And yes, I have been married for a long time. But I've also maintained my own identity. And I think that so many times we think that we're just going to get married and everything is going to just be wonderful. If you think that you're you're sadly mistaken because you're marrying another person and that person has a past and a childhood. And so a part of understanding how to make this work is to be honest with who you are Mm -hmm. and to be honest with who you are not. Because there's some things that you you are so good at and that I may never be good at it. And there are things that I definitely am not good at that and struggle with that you're excellent with. And, and I, I think that what makes our relationship really work is that, you know, the Bible says whatever things are good and pure and lovely and of good report. I don't sit and focus on your shortcomings. shortcomings. And, and, yeah. 
I don't. That I don't focus do on that. If you do that, I think that's why people end up single for so long because they're only focusing on what the person is doing wrong and they're not focusing on what they bring to the relationship. Because even in the time of defining the roles and the responsibilities and decisions, those things are going to be worked out over time. Yes. You know, it's you're a going process to have, and a journey. It's a process, a journey, but you're actually going to have to come to points of compromise. You're going to have to come to points of agreement and sometimes mm -hmm. even agree to disagree right. in situations and circumstances where you have to, that's just a natural part of relationships and working them out. Mm-hmm. And being humble enough, I think about going back to the first story you're talking about. We're talking about, you know, trying to decide on the colors of mm -hmm. the paint and trying to decide on the name is to be able to say, you know what, babe, I didn't know how you were going to do that. But right. that turned out really being able to be humble enough to go back and say, I was wrong mm -hmm. or thank you. You know what you brought. So a part of it is that and we talked about it before uniqueness and relationships, what the other person has, you need it. Don't dismiss it. Don't pick it apart. Embrace it and look at what you can accomplish together versus wanting everything to be the way you want it to be. Right. And, and those are all things that we have to be conscious of and mm -hmm. mindful of as we walk down this road in relationships. And we can keep talking and keep going. Yes. But we kind of come to the end of the show. But we actually always talk about the things that we talked about in right. the show. So if you're you're just not necessarily jumping in, but if you're coming up to the end part, you can actually look back and and think about some of the things that we talked about in the show. We talked about the the big takeaway that I took away from this that men and women are just different. And but we have to understand in that differences, there can be benefits too. where in my relationship with you, if I give you the freedom in the room to do what you do and not feel like I'm in competition with you or right. that we're competing against each other, that we both going to benefit. We both are going to benefit. And that's the end goal. in any relationship is to be on a mutual ground of respect. And because hate. when you win. We all win. We all win. Yeah, so that's a plus. So we appreciate you guys listening. Did you have a takeaway or anything you wanted to close out the show with? I think to me the thing that I what was important to me about this particular topic as far as roles and responsibility and standing in your lane is finding out who you are, perfecting your strengths and your, your gifts, but also being open to hearing about your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Because a part of getting better and a part of staying on course is having all the information. And so it's not just about you, you know, like you always say, working on your legs. When you go to the gym, you see these guys with these big arms and little bitty legs. you got to work on the part of your body that is the weaker part of it. And so I think that in roles and responsibilities and really standing your lane is about you really understanding who you are, who you are not, and then being open to praising the other person for their for their strengths but praying for their weaknesses so always remember that we are stronger together, together. let's grow see y'all in the next episode Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30 year relationship is the genesis for the rich relationship podcast which is designed to empower individuals with the tools principles and the community needed to unpack ourselves our past and our preconceived notions associated with relationships Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love, 
and healthy, rich relationships. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil and Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!